May I have your attention, please? It's time! Dylan Jones scored a career-high 29 points and had 10 rebounds, and Weber State rallied from 14 down in the second half to stun no. 23 St. Mary's 61-57 on Sunday night. Jones, a unanimous preseason pick to be MVP in the Big Sky, had 9 points as part of a 23-4 run midway through the second half that erased a 49-35 deficit and put the Wildcats, 2-0, ahead to stay after they trailed the entire first half. Call my bluff if you want but I came in tonight expecting to win, Jones said. After we did the starting lineups I told the team, the reason the higher level teams beat lower level teams is because they just give them a certain respect. I told, my teammates, we're not going to give them respect. I was almost in tears telling the team that because I emotionally really thought we could win. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually do it. Aiden Mahaney and Harry Wessels each scored 11 points to pace the Gales, 2-1. Neither team shot well from the perimeter. St. Mary's was 5 of 27, 18.5%, on three-pointers. Weber State went 6 of 21, 28.6%, beyond the arc. The Gales were sloppy over the final five minutes and committed three of their 15 turnovers, a problem that played St. Mary's in its win over New Mexico earlier in the week. Concerned. Not very good there, Gales coach Randy Bennett said. We keep turning the ball over, not shooting it well. We didn't play well enough at either end of the floor to pull that thing out. With several NBA scouts in attendance as well as his brother, Jones picked the perfect night to have his career game. He shot 11 of 20 and overcame five turnovers to lead the Wildcats to the win. The Wildcats' victory wasn't a total surprise. With all five starters back from last season's team that finished 18-15, Weber State is favored to win the Big Sky. The message is just that we are a good team, a good collective group of guys, Jones said. We're not just going to five people respect because of their name. We will be able to show up and play. The Wildcats' first win in five all-time games between the two schools, and it was a big one. While Jones did the chunk of scoring, his teammates kept their cool and chipped away at the leads until they took control. The Gales had too many self-inflicted wounds and are likely to drop out of the top 25 after this loss. Bennett has spoken to his team several times about the mistakes the Gales were making but it didn't see to make much difference. The Los Angeles Chargers' embattled and embarrassed defense reached new lows in Sunday's 41-38 loss to the Detroit Lions. Offense did their thing today, and we needed to step up, rookie outside linebacker Tuli Tuipulota said. After strong performances and comfortable wins against the Chicago Bears and New York Jets, opponents with inexperienced quarterbacks and struggling offensive lines, the Chargers regressed by allowing 533 yards to the balanced physical and talented Lions. It was a shootout, linebacker Eric Kendricks said. We needed one stop, especially late in the game, and we couldn't get it. It was apparent from their third snap on defense that the Chargers, 4-5, were going to have a tough time getting stops. Amon RST. 
Brown caught a pass on a deep crossing route and took it 46 yards to set up a field goal, the first of Detroit's nine plays of at least 20 yards. Things got even worse once running backs Jomer Gibbs and David Montgomery started generating big gains on the ground, taking advantage of a lack of push up front, missed tackles and mistakes in leverage. Gibbs followed his blockers before cutting back and accelerating for a 35-yard run, which set up his one-yard plunge on the next play for the first Detroit touchdown. It looked even easier for Montgomery on his 75-yard scoring burst late in the second quarter. The Chargers were overwhelmed at the line of scrimmage, allowing Montgomery to reach full speed before making a cut that left two defenders running into each other. The Lions, 7-2, had 200 yards rushing, including 177 in the first half. Montgomery had 116 yards on 12 carries, and Gibbs finished with 77 yards and two touchdowns. We pride ourselves on playing the run, so that's even more frustrating for me," outside linebacker Khalil Mack said. The Lions' early success allowed quarterback Jared Goff to take over in the second half, attacking with screens and play action. He finished with 333 yards passing and two touchdowns. If we can't stop the run, the playbook is open, you know, Tuipulota said. Like everything is open. Detroit punted once in 10 possessions, with only a brief clock-killing drive to end the first half failing to reach Los Angeles territory. It was the first time in Lions history they had at least 325 yards passing and 200 yards rushing in a game. It's nothing that they did, Max said. It's what we didn't do. And that's on me, I'll take that. Coach Brandon Staley said the responsibility rested with him. Yeah, I didn't do a good enough job on defense for us today, Staley said. That was the story, run and pass. Didn't do a good enough job on the run game in the first half, and then in the second half there were far too many, explosive plays. So I didn't do a good enough job for us today. That's been a familiar refrain for Los Angeles in three seasons under Staley. He has lost four games in which the Chargers have scored at least 30 points, including their playoff meltdown against the Jacksonville Jaguars last January. The Chargers lost 36-34 to the Miami Dolphins in their season opener.